In this episode, with the new year still fresh, we serve the tea on the difference between New Year's resolutions and setting intentions. Welcome to Starlight Tea, where we're serving the tea for living a magically creative life. I'm Christy Cook. And I'm Belinda Boring. Starlight Tea Podcast, a member of the Once Upon a Podcast Network, is brought to you by of Starlight and Moonbeams, a team of authors and creators whose goal is to bring more magic and creativity to life. Like the stars and the moon, our mission is to share our light in the darkness, guiding others to discover their own light to shine forth too. To receive notifications of new episodes of Starlight Tea and new issues of Moonbeams Magazine, as well as exclusive gifts and offerings, be sure to subscribe to our newsletter at of starlight at moonbeams.com. So Belinda, what's in your cup this week? Uh, today I have cold watered down cranberry raspberry <laughs> drink. And it is in my tumbler that's called Witch's Brew and it has a little cauldron on it. Um, it's the perfect size for me to drink out of. So yeah, that's what I'm drinking right now. And it's kind of just something a little sweet and it's definitely cold, even though it's freezing here. My house mm-hmm. is like a sauna because <laughs> <laughs> everyone's at a different level of uh, tolerance, temperature tolerance. So mm-hmm. right now it's kind of like a, a sauna And so this is really good just to keep me cool. So that's what's in my physical cup. In my literal cup, wow, this has been kind of an amazing week. I think the thing that has stuck out the most for me was, I guess, I'm not sure if everyone knows, but I'm a author. Um, I know we've talked about it off and on, but yeah, I've been a published author since 2011 and I've had to take the past couple of years off completely from writing um, because of just other things that were going on. My energy and my focus needed to be directed elsewhere instead of, um, I guess I kind of also been hiding out <laughs> because I felt guilty and a little embarrassed and I guess ashamed too that I wasn't able to do all things. And so I have been hiding out. But this year I, you know, decided that I'm going to be loud and I'm going to get back to writing and I'm done hiding my light and my gifts. And so I started to share things on my author page this week and kind of just a little scared. Like it it was like such a tentative dip my toe in the water of, oh, I have a friend who's reading my Mystic Rules book and she's excited and I'm excited to write more. And I expected to hear crickets. I expected or to get the when's the next book coming or we're done with you, lady. You've let us down. That is not what happened. What I felt was this absolute outpouring of love, support, understanding and excitement. Um, for me and in support of me and I was just like blown away it blew my mind and I I know I made the comment a few times on Facebook of I thought you guys would have forgotten me I thought you guys would have just moved on and it's like no we understood we understand where you've been what you've been doing we're just excited that there's more and we love you and and it was just insane I have not seen that much engagement on a post of mine on my author page for years. I think that was the highlight. It was, I spent all that time just being so caught up in my head and and hiding that I didn't realize that I didn't need to, that people understood. They were just waiting for me to pop my head back out and say, hey. And so, and, and since I made that post, it was insane. It was like this floodgate has opened. And it made me wonder, maybe that's the reason why I felt so stuck and everything, because I had literally put a dam there and I've broken it free 
And my creativity has just been flying everywhere. I started mm-hmm. writing again. I started like creating uh, covers for a book. I've been working on graphics and and projects within of Starlight and Moonbeams. And it's just been such a good week for me this week in that way. And so, yeah, that's that's been my week. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. It's been pretty busy. Like I've got stuff starting, like I've got gardening classes starting. You know, it's January and it's freezing outside, but the garden starts now. Yeah, just I'm excited. And so just with what happened this week and everything that's going on, this episode is so fitting for me (laughs) because there's a lot of setting of intentions that can happen now. So anywho, what about you, Christy? What's been in your cup this week? Well, in my physical cup is actually a bottle and there's water in it. My life cup has been pretty shitty. (laughs) 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 To be perfectly blunt. So van life, I've been on the road. I don't know how many days. I think 21 days. And I've actually slept in my van. I counted, I think, six days out of all of that. (laughs) Um, So for those listeners who don't know, my Stella Luz, the name of my van, she's already having issues. And they got pretty severe. It was breaking issues, and it really scared the crap out of me. It was a very harrowing drive. I got her to a dealership because I took her to a brake specialist first. They wouldn't even – they looked at it, and – they wouldn't even work on it. They said, you need to go to a dealership. So I got her to the dealership um, last Friday. Last Friday, I don't even know. All my days are running together. But anyway, yeah, it's been um, quite the ordeal. I Buster and I have been in a hotel because I'm afraid to even drive her like to a close nearby camp place or, you know, any place that I could actually stay in her in. Because it was just such a scary ride the last time. So, yeah, we've been staying in a hotel. Um, It's a huge hit to the emergency fund already, which is um, painful. (laughs) Oh, I bet. But in the past, Belinda and I have talked about this a lot because she's been my one of my shoulders to cry on. In the past, this is something that would have really had me questioning what am I doing and had me spiraling. And I can tell how much healing I've done because I haven't. I mean, yeah, I've had some moments of like, oh, what the fuck am I going to do now? But then I'm able to think clearly almost right away uh, because like the part that the van needs, because it's a 2002 van, it's an older van, just like me. Um, But the part that she needs, they don't make anymore. And so I I had one of these moments because my contact at the dealership, he was saying, you know, well, um, it's not looking good because we can't find one. The part's been discontinued by Ford. And I don't know if we're going to be able to find this part. And it just kind of left like that. And I had a freak out moment for a little bit. Like, is this the end? You know, like, because without this part, she's not drivable. I'm like, And I'm not going to be able to sell it for very much. So I was like, is this the end right now? But then it didn't take me long to start thinking, wait a minute. There's parts out there. I mean, it's a Ford. There's (laughs) how many Fords are on the road, even in 2002. Yeah. So it, it was just being able to think clearly instead of letting myself spiral or just, you know, I've let emotions flow and let them go instead of either trying to suppress them or getting stuck in them, which is something I would have done in the past. So yeah, it's been a shitty week. Definitely not the week that we had hoped for you and I, because I was supposed to be at your house by now, (laughs) Belinda. And Um, you guys need to know, she's like three and a half hours away from me. Like it's doing everything I can not to get in my van and come get you. You know, (laughs) just trusting that there's, there's stuff that needs to be done beforehand but yeah you're just th- you're so close you're the closest you've been to me for a while so yeah yeah dang it <laughs> yeah. I know I know but hopefully we did find the part of course we did but it had to be shipped in from Michigan so it's supposed to be there on Thursday and then hopefully I will be back on the road on Friday 
So we are recording this a little bit late for us, but it's Tuesday, just to give you an idea of the days here. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, a week in a hotel was, especially this soon, was not on the agenda at all, but it is what it is. And I do have something special lined up on Thursday that I'm excited about. And hopefully it's something that I can uh, bring to the magazine and to the new YouTube channel. Um, and I will talk about it probably in next week's podcast when we talk about what's in our cups, because I am really excited uh, to venture out and see a little bit of Albuquerque because I've been pretty much stuck in the hotel room the whole time. I don't have transportation. The person that I know in town, she's been out of town until tonight. So she's back tomorrow. Um, so that's, that's kind of excited me and inspired me and reminded me why I'm doing this, getting um, on the road and doing the work that I feel like I am meant to do. I mean, it's all intertwined together. And I think that's one thing that's helped me from spiraling as well is meditating and maintaining my spiritual practice and really grounding in and remembering my big why and what I'm supposed to be doing out here. And I know that hasn't changed. So this is just a little hiccup, a little bump in the road, a little something to make sure I am strengthening my wings before I take off to fly. Maybe I don't know what it is. Yeah. Van life is, um, not really van life so far. <laughs> <laughs> van life adjacent <laughs> house life and hotel life with a little bit of van life sprinkled in <laughs> but it'll it'll change i i have complete faith so yeah buster and i are just hanging out here it is cold here too because i'm not that far away from belinda um so we've been kind of huddled up that's another reason staying in the hotel rooms because it's nice and warm but yeah that's what's in my cup ah <laughs> it's been a big week. I'm just proud of you though. I love you so much. Like, yeah, it's been amazing kind of to watch from the sidelines and watch you just process this because I know what my first reaction would be. It would be to spiral and to see like you still feel it and you still, you know, you have all those emotions of frustration and, and doubt and stuff. But like you said, I've watched you just hang in there, just focus on the reason why you're doing this and trust. And you haven't allowed it to totally erode your faith in yourself or your connection to the divine. And it's been such, to me, it's been such a wonderful example, just watching it because yeah, you really are someone who practices what they preach. That's what I would like people to know. It's like we get on here and we talk about these things and we share insight and we share experiences and shit does happen and life falls apart mm -hmm. and all these lessons just come and challenges come and it's not like, oh, we, we're going to fall apart. Like you really do practice the things that you share and that you offer. And so to me, it instills that trust that the things that you say that I can, I can listen to and that they're good words and that there's truth. And so I'd want people to know that about you. You're just amazing. You may not feel it. <laughs> you may not think so, but that's okay because it's what I think and feel. It's, it's just been amazing. So I love you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And I do have to um, give kudos to my teachers. And that includes Athena Paracas with Sage Goddess and Elaine Dowdy with Priestess Presence, um, because I've learned alchemy through them in different ways. Um, but that is what it is when you are processing, when you are hit with something unexpected and unwanted you can get stuck there or you can alchemize it. You can go through the alchemical process of those emotions and of the events so that you move through it instead of getting stuck in one stage. They taught me that and they've been examples of it as they face their own things. And that's the thing is even when you are quote unquote enlightened or conscious or woke or on the spiritual path, whatever you want to call it, 
that doesn't mean everything is rainbows and unicorns. It just means exactly. that you are healing and finding ways to go through those initiations. That's what Elaine calls it with priestess presence. There, you know, life is an initiation. Everything that we are doing in life is an initiation. Um, it's a challenge. It's leveling us up. And when we learn how to stay focused on that instead of on why is this happening to me, the victimhood and the judgment and everything, that's where we start spiraling down. So yeah, um, it's definitely ongoing learning for all of us. And so, you know, when you do have challenges, that doesn't mean that you are doing that F word. We don't say failing. Uh -oh. <laughs> it yeah. just means that you're being initiated. And this is, you know, a chance for you to step up and take what you've learned and face it or to go in the corner and back to, you know, the victimhood or the martyrdom or the wounds, the old wounds, let them tear open again, whatever it is for you. Anyway, yeah, we're, we're all going through it. We're all here for each other. And the more we learn and support each other and, and have compassion for each other and for ourselves, the further along we are moving toward our full potential and our full power. So I kind of got up on a... <laughs> No, but it's a good one. So like, there. <laughs> we need, sometimes we need to hear it. We need to be inspired. We need to know that we're not alone in these things. And that's the beauty of being part of a community, being part of a sistership, part of a, a tribe, whatever you want to call it, is that we can learn from each other and um, close ranks with each other and yeah, be inspired. Mm, yeah. So we have a lot of amazing stuff going on in 2024 at, at a Starlight and Moonbeams, including the Heroine's Journey to Empowerment, which is our new seasonal program of sacred circles and coaching calls for those women who are aching for change and to reclaim their power. If this is you, get in touch with us because our first season starts on Monday, January 15th. It's our winter series. And it's kind of the same format as our fall series of Sacred Circles. But we are also doing a, so we'll be doing a Sacred Circle once a month and then a coaching and integration call once a month. So we'll be meeting twice a month. Every other Monday is basically what it comes to. But once we have our cohort, once we open or we start on Monday, January 15th, the door closes until spring. So it's the same group of women for three months working together on this journey to empowerment. And we're following the seasons and the wheel of the year and the energy that it supports us at that time, the divine feminine archetypes that support us through the seasons. So we'll be calling all of them in working with those energies so that we can claim our crowns this year. So if that's something you're interested in, you can check out the show notes where we'll have a link so you can uh, directly contact us. We are not doing this as a product. I would like to talk to those of you who are interested in just find out where you are on your journey and what's going on in your life and what you want to change and transform and see if this is a good fit for you. And then we'll work out the rest of the details with you. So yeah, I am excited Thanks. for that. Me too, because the full series was phenomenal. It was very impactful. So I'm excited to see it just continue to go. And so on that note, this is also your reminder to subscribe to our newsletter so you can receive weekly news, updates on our offerings, and any exclusive gifts and promo codes we have for our shop. We don't want you to miss out on any of the magic we have going on out of Starlight and Moonbeams. So also be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on your podcast app so it queues up new episodes as soon as they drop. 
and then follow us on the socials. Find everything you need uh, through our link tree, which is in the show notes. So in this episode, we're serving the tea on the difference between making New Year's resolutions and setting intentions. And we wanted to focus on this because you probably know about how well New Year's resolutions work for people. Um, The excitement and the gung-ho and that energy that New Year's resolutions, at least how they've always been set in the past, it does not work with the energy of the season right now. And that's why they end up not lasting is because you can go into something with these big goals that you set, like I'm going to lose 20 pounds by the end of January or February or even March. It's still, you know, depending on what you were doing before, that can be unrealistic. If you don't have the, the plan and the energy and what you need behind that, it's unsustainable or you get distracted or something else comes up and that's no longer a priority. And that's all okay. But there's other reasons why New Year's resolutions don't work. And one of it is just it's not in our nature as human beings that our human part, we are creatures of this physical earth and trying to chase after New Year's resolutions that are unrealistic and unsustainable. It goes against that natural physical part of us. And so that's one reason why they don't work. Now we do have the cosmos is a little bit in favor of us right now because Capricorn, we're in the sun is in Capricorn. We're in Capricorn season. We're about to have a new moon in Capricorn. And that can be helpful in kind of stating what you want for this year, but not necessarily in immediately going after it. And that's kind of what we want to talk about today. So Capricorn energy and this new moon on Thursday on the 11th, which is also the 111 portal, it supports us in creating structure and routines and looking at that big picture of what we want for the year and then how we're going to get it. But then that energy shifts soon into Aquarius, which is a whole different kind of energy. And that also is one reason why we start losing our commitment to new year's resolutions by the end of January. It's because that little bit of excitement and that kind of push that that Capricorn energy is giving to us changes and we lose it. And then we lose momentum and then we get frustrated and we get upset and, or we get, we give up or, you know, like I said, we get distracted. So that's the thing with new year's resolutions. And then how does that differ from setting intentions? I just real quick, I know for myself, I fall into that trap. Like used to fall into that trap all the time because it's, you get conditioned to as soon as January 1st arrives, boom, set your goals. What do you want to accomplish? And you have to chase it. You have to hustle, 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 Mm. hustle. And yeah, by halfway through, not even me knowing about Capricorn and Aquarius, because that makes sense you you do you lose momentum you have for me I had this tendency to slow down like in all that you get so excited to pile everything on your plate and then all of a sudden you I know for me I kind of choke like oh my gosh Mm. I have a lot oh my gosh I I did I'm supposed to be doing this by now but I haven't oh my gosh I'm I'm such a f-word failure I shouldn't have done this oh my gosh I yeah and it turns into the spiral where all of a sudden I just scrap all my goals and then I have nothing. But what I learned Mm -hmm. last year, and I learned this from you, is another thing that is working in our, I want to say favor or how it works just in nature. Because you say as humans, we're part of nature, is we have winter energy going on. Like we're in the middle of winter and winter energy tells us to slow down, to take a breath. We just came out of that energy of where we're releasing and surrendering the things that no longer worked for us because we spent December evaluating our our life, reviewing, reflecting. And it's like we've come from that energy where it's just very slow and inward. And it's almost like we 
punch through the year and expect ourselves to go 100 miles an hour. And that's why it doesn't work because that energy is still winter. We're, some, mm-hmm. we're still in that process of while we're hibernating, while we're within, we're dreaming. It's okay like to set intentions and to, to think about what we want for this year. What are our hopes and our dreams? What would we like to accomplish? What kind of magic do we want to create? Do we want to continue to create what we were doing last year? Is there something new? And I think that's the beauty too because there is a time for it. It's coming up in February when we go into Emolk. Emolk is about planting seeds. And so I think, I don't know if I jumped ahead, but to me, that's the difference when you understand the difference between New Year's resolutions and setting intentions is understanding the energy that you're working with. You're working with winter energy. You're working with Capricorn energy, which will shift into Aquarius. Um, And so it's about aligning our energy with that because that's out there that's nature that's the cosmos let's tap into there so we can be successful so we're not halfway through january calling ourselves the f word and spiraling like we just talked about where we're setting ourselves up for success and so that's why i think this discussion is super important because I've been on both, I've done both. I've set resolutions and goals and I've set intentions. I've worked against the energy of the season and I've worked with it. And so, yeah. Yeah, so that winter energy, what we mean by that is look and and about being human and part of this physical world is all you have to do is look at the animals. There's a reason that they burrow in and they hibernate. Look at the plants and the trees. The grass goes dormant. The trees, you know, let go of all of their leaves and they, everything looks dead on the outside and everything yeah. on the inside, it is slow, but there is still things happening. And that's what we're talking about. Um, when you set new year's resolutions, It's always been about, like you said, charging forward, getting after it. Like you actually do it before January 1st. So starting on January 1st, it's like, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to be perfect. And I think that's another thing is perfection gets in uh, there with the New Year's resolutions because it's like, okay, so this whole year I'm going to do this every day or every week, or I'm not going to do this ever again. And that just, you know, that's such absolute and generalizations that you can't really keep to that either. But when you slow down and yeah, you are imagining and you are dreaming and you are envisioning and you create those vision boards and you start getting those seeds, you know, going in your mind of what you want to create this year and what you want to plant And it just gives you that time to reflect and to feel that inspiration and that magic to come in to really ground in and tap into your own intuition and your own creativity instead of going with what society expects of you. And there is a difference as well is New Year's resolutions are often created by what society expects of you or what you think you need to do to fit in with society. And so there's a lot of social conditioning there as well. And intentions is all about your feeling, what feelings you want to experience in this time frame, whatever the cycle is. That's the biggest thing about intentions. It's about setting up a feeling of what you want and not an attachment to a specific outcome or that perfectionism or the, you know, that absolutism that comes with new year's resolutions. And so that that's the difference there as well, which I love. And I've been doing it for a couple of years now. This is your second year doing it. And I can tell you, I have gotten so much more done doing it this way (laughs) than I ever did setting new year's resolutions and these big business goals and personal goals. And, you know, all of that, I am, I am goal oriented. I'm a Capricorn rising. So that is um, a driver. Yep. We both are. And hitting those goals feels good, but 
when you're working against the energy, it's like you're pushing against the wind, a strong wind, you know, constantly instead of it's letting that wind carry yeah. you forward. It's misplacing your energy too. Like energy that could be going to when you're working with uh, the universe and you're co-creating when you do it the other way, it's like, it's like to me uh, the definition of insanity. You know, you just keep doing it over and over again and you're not getting where, and it's setting you up to fail. It's setting you up to uh, For disappointment. Be, yeah. Yeah. To disappointment. It, unravel some of that healing it keeps it is the possibility of keeping wounds open that shouldn't mm -hmm. be it's just in the beginning it feels unnatural to not be gung-ho like you feel it, there's a little bit of fear of missing out that happens because mm -hmm. you look around and everyone else is doing it but no yeah I remember there's been years where it's like I've got to do this and I've got to do this and this and this and then at the end of the year, what did I get done? Oh, I didn't get anything done. Last year, I set intentions. These are the things that I would like to get done. This is how I would like to feel about it, about my life. This is how I'd like to feel about myself. And one thing, the beautiful thing with setting intentions and working with the energy of the season that I love is it, it allows room for flow it allows room for mm -hmm. you to to receive intuition and to work on your intuition and to receive insight flexibility it allows room for experimentation um mm -hmm. it's not so rigid it allows right. it, it really is this this beautiful it's co-creating it's mm -hmm. to me, it is the very essence of manifesting. Like that's a big buzzword in order to manifest. You have to just, it's just that feeling um, of knowing and being able to have this intention, have these seeds, these dreams, these things you want to accomplish, this feeling of who you want to be, you plan it. And then you just go about your day. You go about the year and you allow yourself to be open to opportunities. It's just, oh, I just love it. There's no yeah. restriction. There's no, yeah, it's like an exhale as opposed to constricting and being tight and having as a control freak, you know, someone yeah. I'm trying not to be and a perfectionist. It really is about just letting go of all expectations of the outcome and just seeing where it leads you and oh my gosh the journey is beautiful like there's so many things like the things I accomplished yeah last year still blow my mind that I was able yeah. to do those things and the only thing that changed was that I decided I wasn't going to be rigid and goal oriented I was going to set my intentions and work with what uh, each season gave me okay this is the season where I'm going to reflect and I'm going to dream and I'm going to imagine what it feels like to be this and to do that. I'm going to see it in my mind. I'm going to practically taste it. Okay, the season's moving on. This is when I'm going to plant it. Oh, wow. I I'm going to be able to witness the rebirth of things and create things, get my hands a little dirty now. Oh, wow. Now it's time for harvest. I get to whoa look at all the stuff that I did okay this didn't work but that's okay because I'll, I've learned oh I get to do this oh I get to pivot a little oh okay now harvest is done wow I get to relax and I get to slow down and breathe knowing that this year I gave everything and I did my best and it was enough that is the feeling that I had all last year and yeah. that to me that's the beauty of setting intentions and walking the wheel of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it's the flow and that openness to receive the intuition and to adjust along the way. And with new year's resolutions, we get committed to these exact goals. And yes, we're not saying that you shouldn't set goals. And that's what I want to talk about next is for this new moon in Capricorn and at in bulk, 
you are setting intentions and you can be specific and set smart goals. You know, what are the seeds that you want to plant at in bulk for this new moon? Now's the time to start thinking about that what your intentions are and set those intentions of what you want to feel for the rest of the year in the different parts of your life. And then in bulk, you have your seeds that you are planting. But here's the difference with New Year's resolutions, as we already discussed, you are going after it right away and you are sticking to that outcome because you are attached to it. And yep. you've declared, I am going to do this. I, you have resolved. I mean, that's what a New Year's resolution is. I have resolved that I am going to do this. And there's not a lot of room for adjustment, for change, for letting go, for letting the flow in. Whereas we, we plant our seeds at Imbolc. But seeds go in the dark. They're still in the dark for another six weeks. They are, yeah, six weeks. <laughs> yep. Our seeds are deep down in the earth. There's, you know, it's silent. It's quiet. It's still resting, but things are going on inside. It starts to crack open. Things are still growing. It doesn't actually, you don't see anything happening until spring. And mm -hmm. that's when you get after it. That's when you break through the surface and you really go after it instead of trying to hammer it out in the first month or two of the year. And then you, you hit that disappointment because you didn't meet expectations. Yeah. It gives you that space. And then we all know whether you are a huge gardener, like Belinda's becoming, or <laughs> you've just planted a few seeds in school like me, but we've all learned, we all know that not every seed is going to grow and that's, mm -mm. Okay, that's good because there's not room for all the seeds to grow. And there that's another difference there is when you're setting these intentions and planting those seeds, you see which ones grow and which ones you actually do want to give your energy to. It might be that by the time, you know, it starts breaking through the surface that, you know, that one area isn't as important to you anymore or something's changed about it. And that's okay. That's good. Whereas New Year's resolutions, you get so attached to and you have to do them all or you didn't succeed, quote unquote. You're not allowing yourself room for that, room for that shift and that change and for things to just not grow and for your own energy to change and new things to come along and creativity. Exactly. And like one thing I know about goals is we attach those suckers to our self-worth that it yeah. to me is devastating. You know, it's when we don't live up to this incredible expectation we set on ourselves, our self-worth takes a massive hit. And you were mentioning about me being a gardener because yeah, I, I love gardening. One of the things, uh, that we learn. Yeah. Not every seed that I plant in the ground uh, germinates. It doesn't grow because, and this is something that we learn when you set intentions, because you evaluate your intentions and the goals that you set is that sometimes the conditions just aren't right. Sometimes mm -hmm. I'll plant, I plant a seed and plant it over here and it doesn't grow, but then, oh my gosh, it, it takes off a couple months later or a year later. I've heard of that, like, mm -hmm. because the conditions aren't right. And when you set intentions and work with the energy of the season, it allows you to evaluate and see whether the things that you want to do and accomplish, whether they're still aligned for your best interest, whether, you know, at the beginning of the year, you thought, oh, I'd really like to do this instead of thinking, oh, I'm a failure because I didn't, I can't accomplish it. And no matter what I do, it just doesn't work. It's, well, is this still in my, my best interest? Is this still going to create the life that I want? Is this still going to help bring me to where I want to be? And then or, also, like you said, are the conditions right? right yeah. Now? Maybe it is still I, something that you want and it is still in your best interest, but maybe the timing isn't right now. The timing is off and that's hard. And another thing that it just reminds me, one of the most painful things I had to do last year in my garden is you plant all these dang seeds and they, you know, they move. And they all come together and there's not enough dang. Like you, you, you think you've given space to everything and you've planted it out because, you know, 
you did a hard water and so it moved in the soil or it, it did whatever. And all of a sudden, all your little seeds have all decided to sprout and they're all in a clump. There's not enough room. There's not enough nutrients in that small spot to be able to nurture and grow to fruition and bear the fruits you want. So what do you have to do? You have to go thin them out. That's the hardest thing of having to, it's like, oh, there's like 10, 10 plants here, starter plants that could just do things, but I, this only has room for four. Six of these things have to go. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean that they were wrong or whatever. You've got to just pull them. You've got to thin them. You've got to prune them. Oh, I could go on and on and on and on. And if you want to know more about it, last year we did, I did um, articles about it, about pruning, about managing the energy that comes later. Um, see, you've got me talking about my garden already. <laughs> I just love <laughs> it because it's so relevant um, yeah. to this time of the year of why it's just right now, pick your seeds. This is the time. Yeah. What do you want to put in your garden? That's what I'm doing right yeah. now. What do I want to grow? What type of things do I want to grow? What do I want my garden to look like? What what does my garden, like, what are the beds? What are the conditions in, do I need to improve anything in my, in my beds right now in order to give my, my seeds the best shot? That's what we need to be doing right now. And it, that's just, yeah. that's just dreaming. That's just hoping that's reflecting still that's evaluating so that when it comes time to emolk and it comes time to plant those seeds, okay, I can plant them now. And let's see what happens. I'm still dreaming. I'm still channeling my energy into making sure that my seeds have the best shot. Okay, now they're starting to grow. Now I can act. Now I have something to do. Now I can go in and do this, this, and this. And see, working with nowhere in there, do you hear, man, I'm a failure. Well, shit, I went and bought that right. gym membership. And shit, I haven't gone. I, I Oh my gosh, I've already failed. I haven't gone this week. I guess I better not do it. Or, you know, oh my goodness, I said I was going to generate every day this, you know, this year. And oh my gosh, I'm already three days behind. I guess I better stop. Like those are just some of the thoughts that I have. You really, it, it's yeah. all about setting yourself up for success. Right. And, right. and, and, and making that room for yeah, for trust and compassion in yourself and uh, forgiveness. And I just, I keep going back to what you said about flow. I mean, that's, I think that's the best feeling that I get out of living life this way is just the flow and the alignment and the space, you know, it's just, it feels more expansive because like you said, you're not restricted like you are when you set really hard um, hard and fast goals or new year's resolutions, this you're still setting goals. I don't, yeah. I, I want to reemphasize that because I yeah. don't want anyone to think that you're not setting a goal because goals are important and they do need to be set in a certain way and expressed and felt and remembered and committed to. It's just a different way of doing all of that. Um, yeah. that is less masculine, more feminine, more spacious, more flow, more in alignment well, with our natures. I just had this image in my mind too. When you go about flow, imagine water when it's flowing, like in a river, when it comes up to an obstacle, what does it do when it's flowing? It makes adjustments and it keeps going comes to a bend in the land it flows but when you put restrictions on it and when you put blockages and obstacles it dams that up and you can't flow anymore and to me that's mm -hmm. important when it comes to your energy when you're energetically creating that life you want and setting intentions and like you said once you set those intentions you do you break that down like this is what I'm hoping for how am I going to accomplish that now? What are the steps? To me, that's what a goal is. It's those steps in accomplishing my intention. It's so important just to flow. It, it doesn't make life easier, but it doesn't feel it, like you said, as restrictive or constrictive. It makes it easier to adapt. It makes it easier to, to do all those things. 
that encourage success, that encourage you to continue going and getting to the end of your year, feeling proud of what you've accomplished, of of looking in the mirror, knowing that you can trust your intuition, that you've listened to yourself and that you've honored yourself and your spirit because you've lived authentically, because you've done the things that you've wanted to do and you've become the person and continue to become the person you want to be by not being restrictive, by going with the flow. Yeah. And working with those energies. I was just thinking, you know, you just look at nature. If man did not intervene, nature still grows everything it needs to grow for everybody to eat and everybody to have shelter. It gets the things done for the world to keep moving. And when we can get more aligned with that same kind of energy and then put in your, bring in your divine being and your divine energy and that co, getting back to that co-creation, just think of all that you can do when you're working with it instead of against it. And so, so you're not done at in bulk. You're not done setting your season. Now you're committed to that. So that's another difference there is, you know, those are, those are seeds. They can become whatever you want them to become and you can add to them. Exactly. And we already talked about, you can take away, you know, if, if the growing doesn't work. So, so much freedom that comes with that. That's, that's the sense that I get. You have the freedom to experiment, freedom to explore, freedom to be yourself, freedom to flow. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's such a, to me, it's so empowering. So, yeah. Yeah. What a great episode. <laughs> yeah. I hope, I hope our listeners, um, if you don't already practice like this, that maybe you'll give it a shot for 2024 and see how it goes for you. And maybe it's just for the winter season. Just work with this energy and see how that works out for you. Maybe you decide it's not for you and that's fine. But maybe you discover a whole new way of doing life that just feels so much better and brings so much more joy and peace and balance and comfort in your life and abundance. That's the key. Belinda, what starburst are you sharing today? Today, I'm excited because I just got the box yesterday. I'm going to share a starburst for a company called Simply Earth. Um, they do this incredible subscription. That's what I did a box where once a month they package up essential oils and they give you recipes on how to make different things for within your home. Like it's a self-care thing, a body care. Like this month, the one that I got it recipes for lip balm and body butter and massage blends and relief blends. And it has everything that you need to make these little products all there within it. And what really drew me to it is as well as getting a subscription when it's your first one, they also send um, another box that has all the different like coconut oil and beeswax and it's like so you have everything to start right then and there and then they also have a course that you get for free called the essential oil hero course which gives you more information on essential oils and if that is not enough it's a small business they also donate 13 percent of each order to this um this site that combats against human trafficking. And so mm. it's linked with a very good charity, not charity. What's the word for it? Cause. I can't cause. That's the word. See, it's late. My brain doesn't work. So yeah, it's called simply earth. I found them on Facebook. And so I will put their um, website where you can get more information about it in the show notes. And what about you, Christy? What's your starburst today? Yeah, I just want to say we love small businesses. Please support your small businesses. It makes such a bigger difference than money you give to the big corporations. <laughs> okay, my starburst is Dreams of Gaia Tarot Deck by Raven Felon. And this was one of my first tarot decks I ever got. And I can't believe I never shared it before because it's one of my favorites. It is tarot. It does have 
the major arcana and then the four suits but she does it in a little bit different way and the graphics the imagery is just to die for i love her art, her artwork um it's inspiring there's a lot of symbolism in it there's a lot that you can just use your own intuition to receive the message that you are meant to get from each card and then if you're familiar enough with the tarot then you can bring that in as well before you ever even look at the book and just receive you know what you think you're meant to receive from it what feels right to you what feels in alignment and then it you know you can refer to the book now it, it is a tarot and if you're not familiar with the difference between tarot and oracle and other decks Tarot is kind of bossy. It's kind of, um, <laughs> it, it's, it's the one, you know, Oracle and other decks, they're like, oh, today's going to be a good day and just get in alignment with your energy or it'll give you an energy to align with. And it's very soothing and comforting and inspiring and lifting you up. And Tarot is like, you listen up, girl, you're going to listen to me. And you're going to, you know, look at this and this is what's going on in your life. These are the choices you're making that are not doing you any good. <laughs> and so I've tarot seen, is what? I've seen, I've seen a meme where it explains exactly like that. But when it comes to tarot, it's like, it's um, Whoopi Goldberg from Ghost. You in danger, girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, exactly. That's exactly how tarot is. It's like to the point. Yep. Very to the point. And so um, I will say that, but the imagery that she has that she's created kind of makes it a little bit easier to take when it's it's a message that <laughs> you know you need to hear but you really don't want to um that's what tarot will give you um but yeah it's called dreams of gaia tarot by raven fallon and i believe she has some other decks out too i've seen her artwork on the internet and on deviant art and such and I, I it's just it's so magical and mystical and just the symbolism. I mean, you can just look at it and you just feel that there are messages there. And I just love that when you get to the card decks, that's my favorite part is just looking at the images and feeling into the symbolism and the energy frequency that's being shared with you and just using your intuition. That's what tarot and Oracle decks are great for is building your intuition and learning to trust it. And that's how you do it is through those images. So yeah, that's what I'm sharing. We will have a link to it or to her site in the show notes for you. Thank you so much for joining us for this cuppa. Please come back next Wednesday when we'll be serving the tea on another deliciously magical topic. You can find Starlight Tea on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Player FM. And in the meantime, be sure to follow us at Starlight Tea Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have a question or a topic suggestion, feel free to direct message us or email hello at starlightteapodcast.com. We hope you'll join us next week. And in the meantime, remember to keep your teacup overflowing so you can serve from the saucer. Now go make some magic.